So before I start, I just have to put it out there how much I am enjoying wearing sweaters and socks and long pants and cozy socks and gloves and a scarf and a jacket. It is so novel (laughs) for me to get to wear that stuff because In Hawaii, in the winter, the weather does change a little bit, but there's no way I would wear like wool socks or like a a hat, right? Like a, like a, like a beanie, like a stocking cap or gloves, Um, not where I live anyway. And so being here in Paris, wow, it's so cool to get to wear like all my cozy, fuzzy things. (laughs) I'm loving it. Okay, so I want to talk uh, today about, okay, so a question, here's the thing, a question that I get a lot from people when they hear that I'm plant-based or hear like plant-based, vegan, whole food plant-based, whatever it is, when people know that I don't eat meat and dairy and that I eat really healthy, one of the questions I get a lot is, do you like, do you miss cheese? Like, how do you not eat this? Um, you, uh, some people say, oh, you must have a lot of willpower or you must be really dedicated to this way of eating or, oh, that's very impressive. That must be really hard. And those comments, I understand where they're coming from totally, or those questions, but I want to explain why I don't feel like I'm like dedicated or that it's, it's really like that I have a lot of willpower to do this or that, you know, I'm, I'm really like committed to this way of eating. So I don't feel any of those things. And so when people say that, I'm like, oh, no, I don't, I don't feel that way actually. And the reason is because I eat the stuff that I want to eat and I don't want to eat the stuff that I don't want to eat. And so I think that's, that's where it comes from. That's where it comes from, right? Like if you are committed to something or you're dedicated to something, typically, even when that gets hard, even when that thing, whatever it is that you're committed or dedicated to, whenever that thing gets hard or challenging or it feels like, oh, this is really brutal or whatever, and you do it anyway, right? That's what, that's what being committed means. That's what being dedicated means is it's doing something that is uncomfortable at times or doing something even though that thing is challenging. And I don't feel like the way I eat is challenging. I don't find it uncomfortable to eat this way. I don't ever find myself um, thinking, oh, this is really hard, but I'm going to do it anyway. Right? So so that's why those comments are always like taking me by surprise because I'm like, oh, no, I don't feel that way. And I don't feel that way because I don't feel like I'm dedicated or committed because this isn't something that's ever challenging for me. This is something that's really easy for me. And the reason it's easy for me is because I really want to eat the stuff. I really want to eat the food that I eat. And I really don't want to eat the food that I don't eat. So what I'm doing is in alignment with what I truly want. 
and what I'm not doing is in alignment with what I truly don't want. And I think that that, like when we reach that point, doing something becomes easy. Doing something becomes like you don't think about it much. You just do it. Um, it becomes kind of second nature. It just becomes part of your life. It becomes part of your routine. It's not something that you're trying to do. And I know that for a lot of people, when they are first transitioning into a plant-based diet, whatever that looks like, whether that's a totally plant-based diet or whether that's, you know, plant-based meals once in a while, or maybe that's, um, you know, taking out cheese or just cutting out meat, like whatever that looks like for you. Because of course there's so many ways to lean towards plant-based eating and it definitely, you know, not everybody does that all at once overnight. There are some people who who do that, who really just one day eat all the meat and all the dairy and all the processed food, and then the next day they're eating all the whole plant foods. And for them, that transition is easier to just go kind of all in. And for some people, that way doesn't feel good. That way feels too like it's just too much all at once. And so they kind of ease into it. And maybe they start adding in like smoothies. They start adding in big salads. They start adding in, um, you know, cooking a big pot of delicious plant-based veggie bean soup on the weekend and crowd out other stuff. Or maybe for some people, they just do um, plant-based for dinners and breakfast and lunch. They eat how they normally do until eventually they're eating more plant-based than not. And then eventually eating all plant-based. So it's, you know, and there's no right or wrong way to do it. You, I think that the key is to do what is going to be sustainable for you, doing it in a way that's going to actually lead to eating more plants, as many as you want to eat, whether that is going all in or just eating the majority or having the majority of your food be plant-based. Like whatever gets you to that point is the right way for you. And there's not one right way to do that. There's not one blueprint to do that. It's kind of like starting a business, right? There are so many marketing books out there and there's so many online programs and there's so many um, podcasts about starting a business and running a business and scaling a business and becoming profitable and all of this. And, and there's so many different ways to do it. There's not one blueprint to follow that people can just say, okay, I'm going to start a business, follow these 10 steps, and then I'm going to be golden. It's definitely not how it works. Even if you are following the blueprint of somebody else, that might not work because maybe it's, I mean, there's so many variables, right? So how one person became successful probably isn't going to be the way another person became successful exactly, right? There's certain like principles and there's certain like pillars that are helpful to follow, but there's going to be variations of that. And that's so true with, with all the things, including, you know, transitioning to a plant-based diet. So I say that to say that in the beginning, when people are transitioning, whether that's all in or whether that's taking more baby steps or whether that's, you know, doing it very slowly or not quite all in, but almost all in, whatever that is, there's, there's going to be moments where it might feel challenging and it might feel uncomfortable and you might be uncertain about it. And then at that point, that dedication, that commitment can really come in handy you know, 
And I think I've gotten to the point where it's no longer a challenge for me. And I really do want to eat the stuff that I eat. And I really don't want to eat the stuff that I don't eat. I've gotten to that point by just doing this for a long time, by eating this way for a long time. So I'm not, you know, walking by um, here in Paris, there's, you know, amazing cheeses, right? Like such good cheese. Um, I'm not walking by these cheese shops thinking, oh, I really, really want that cheese. I really, really want, and I'm just not going to have it. I shouldn't have it. I, I can't have it. I just, I, I really want to, but I'm not going to. I just think, oh, there's a cheese shop and I keep walking because I don't want to eat the cheese. Right. And so for me, it's not like, it's not a, a, a white knuckling kind of, oh, I'm being really committed to this. It's just, there's the cheese and I actually don't feel like eating it. And there it is. Right. It's the same way when I sit down to eat a meal, when I have, um, I've been eating delicious like oatmeal in the morning, really hot oatmeal. Cause it's cold here. And I pile on cacao nibs and blueberries and toasted buckwheat and, um, sometimes some carob powder and some raisins and some soy milk. I love that breakfast. I look forward to that breakfast. I don't like, I want to eat that breakfast. I'm not eating that breakfast because I think I should, or because I think it's healthy or because I think that's like, you know, what somebody else eats who I admire. I'm eating that breakfast because that is what I truly and dearly want to eat in the morning. Um, I'm not, you know, wishing that that breakfast of oatmeal were a big plate of eggs. Like I'm really, truly happy for exactly what that is. Right. And so that in that way, it's not challenging. Um, in that way, I'm not committed. Um, I don't need motivation. Um, I'm not dedicated. I just really want to eat the way that I eat. And I really don't want to eat the things I don't want to eat. And that happens with time. That happens by doing this, by eating this way day in and day out for many years. Um, in the beginning, when I first transitioned to a vegan diet, I ate a lot of vegan cheese. I ate a lot of like, I would make grilled cheese sandwiches and I would do cheese pizzas, like all vegan cheese, but still like, you know, melty gooey type of plant-based cheese. And when I transitioned to a whole food plant-based diet, then I dropped the processed vegan cheese. But do you know that I still, like, I really miss that cheese, even the vegan stuff. And not only did I miss the vegan stuff, but I miss the dairy cheese as well. So I went through this transition of, okay, I'm not going to eat it because I feel really committed and I want to be really dedicated to this way of eating. And so at that point, that dedication, that commitment was present for me. And it was really important that I do that because I, I, I really wanted to see how my body would feel when I ate whole plant foods and when I really stuck to that way of eating. And so for sure I was dedicated then, for sure I was committed then, for sure I would have way rather had, um, you know, a big dose of vegan cheese on top of my veggie pizza than just eating the veggie pizza with some extra red sauce and leaving the cheese off, Right. But the more I ate whole plant foods, right, the more days, weeks, years went by, the more I didn't think about that stuff. The more I was like, oh, yeah, I don't. And one day it just got to the point where I'm like, oh, I don't want vegan cheese anymore. 
you know, sometimes I'll make like some cashew cheese or sometimes I'll make like we have a um, uh, whole food plant-based like feta recipe in the recipe vault in Plant Fuel Life and it's made out of almonds. And once in a while I'll make that on occasion, but it's definitely not like a, da- a, a staple right in my life. I don't eat that on a daily basis or weekly or even monthly, a couple times a year maybe I do that. But it just took me eating whole plant foods day in and day out so that eventually I got to the point where it's like, that's just what I prefer. That's what I like. That's what I want. That's how my body feels best. And it just becomes really easy. And so I hear this a lot is, you know, is it, is it hard to eat plant-based? And I think, I think that in the beginning it can be just because any kind of um, change like that, especially when it comes to food, it can be challenging in the beginning for many, many reasons. Um, one of the reasons can be just your overall, um, you know, routine with food and how we associate food with comfort. And if we, you know, have been eating comfort food, um, you know, that's not whole food plant-based for a long time, when we stop eating that stuff, we feel like we kind of lose that comfort a little bit. And so I think at that point, it becomes more about managing your mind than it does even about the food. And that's why like, I became a coach, actually a life coach, to help people manage their mind around all this because it's about, about food and it's also not about food. So is it challenging? Yeah, it can be. But at a certain point, the more you do that, it's no longer challenging. It's just not. It, you just get to the point where you're like, yeah, I really want to eat the way that I'm eating. And I really don't want to eat the stuff that I'm no longer eating. And it just, when you reach that point, it's so freeing and it's so easy and it's so natural. Um, and it's like that, I don't know, it's it's sort of like that, that tension, um, that tug of war in the mind just sort of stops and you just enjoy the things that you want to eat and you enjoy, uh, you know, not eating the stuff that you truly don't want to eat. Right. And that's a good question too. Like when you are transitioning. So for any of you who are new to plant-based eating, when you have cravings, like in the beginning, um, I have many podcasts on cravings and I'll link some in the show, show notes. Um, those will be helpful for you, but you can, like, I think that a really helpful question in the beginning when you're craving certain foods is like, okay, do I really want this? Like, I know that I think I want this, but do I really truly want this and why, right? Why do I want this? How is this going to benefit my life? And how is this going to help me? Not in the short term, because I mean, there's something to be said about instant gratification. It feels really good. And so you may want it to have a dose of feel good and a little hit of, uh, you know, dopamine. <laughs> you might, you know, you might want to, to get a little relief, right? But in the long term, do you really want it? Like when you're thinking about not the present moment, but when you're thinking about next week, next month, next year, do you still want it? Like if you're thinking about your future self, does your future self want you to have it? And why or why not? Those can be really, really helpful questions because it gives you some clarity 
around your desires. Maybe you want it because you're having just a really intense craving and you feel like putting it in your mouth and chewing and you want to feel that sensation, right? You want that instant gratification. Well, that's really good to know. Um, doesn't mean that you can't do that. Of course you can do that. But being honest and understanding that is really important. Or maybe like you want it just because you're in the habit of doing it. Maybe you want it because you're kind of on autopilot and you've always done it. And so you're just sort of in that loop of, um, you know, eating, eating those cookies after dinner every night, night after night. And so your nervous system is expecting them at a certain time. And so maybe you're just wanting it because you've always done it that way, right? Maybe, maybe you're wanting something or craving something because you need some comfort, Maybe you feel like you're stressed and that might help. Okay, that's really good to know because then you know, okay, what can you do to help manage your stress? What can you do to help manage loneliness or boredom that doesn't involve the food that you ultimately are trying to stay, you know, stay away from? And then that can open up some possibilities. Is there a meditation class you could join? Is there a yoga class you could join? Is there, you know, can you get on your sneakers and go outside and, you know, have a 20 minute walk? Um, is there a friend you could call? So often we use food to be our therapist and our best friend and our entertainment and our happiness and our satisfaction, right? And when we no longer use food in that way, what's left to fill those emotions? If you always eat food when you're bored and you no longer eat food when you're bored, what are you going to do when you're bored? Can you sit with that boredom right, until it passes? Or what else can you do? It's, it's such a... Uh, the reason why I love... like. I mean, switching, switching, going through any big changes in your life, really, whether that is like starting a business or quitting drinking or quitting smoking or starting to, you know, really work on your lifestyle and really creating a healthy lifestyle for yourself. All of these things are so important because they really bring up our stuff. And through the process, we have so many opportunities to grow and learn about ourselves, and expand our capacity, right, and expand who we are as a human, and and we can do that when it gets challenging. When it's challenging, that's when we can kind of look at our shit, and 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 grow if we stick with it, and so I, I love, I love um, doing anything like this, whether that is, um, you know, deciding to run a marathon, or travel the world or, um, switch to eating a whole food plant-based diet or, um, you know, whatever it is that you're, that you're working on. I love, I love it when I see people doing that just because I'm, I get so excited for them because I know the opportunity for growth is like so big and so vast and, and it it, and really life changing. And so that's a little bit besides the point. Um, and, and the real point is here is that when you reach a point with your eating that you really truly are eating the food that you want to be eating, when you're eating the veggies and whole grains, right, and fruits and nuts and seeds and beans and legumes, when you're eating all those whole 
plant foods because you really truly prefer it, that is when it all snaps into place and becomes really easy. And when you are not eating the stuff that you truly don't want to eat, like the meat and the dairy and the processed food, right? When you're not eating that stuff, not because you feel like you shouldn't, not because you feel like you can't, but because you feel like you truly prefer not to. That's when everything gets different. That's when that sh- that there's a big shift that happens when that time occurs. And that time can't occur until you spent time eating this way. <laughs> That's sort of the rub, right? That's the ironic part. Like in order to, to get that result, you've got to do it, right? In order to do the thing, you have to do the thing. I like to say that a lot. Um, but the more you, the more whole plant foods you eat, the, 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 the closer you are to having that snap into place and having it be so that it's not a commitment or dedication where you don't feel like you are kind of like getting through this, um, the closer you are to having it all snap into place and it just feels really easy, breezy. And there's no scenario that you're in or no situation that you're in when it feels really hard. Um, because you just, you know, you make the choices that you want to make because you truly want those choices and not because you are feeling like you have to, or you should, or you can't do it any other way. Um, so it's really like, I think it's 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 basically when your kind of integrity in lo- is um, in alignment um, with your food choices, um, it becomes really powerful. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. I would love it if you if you could leave a comment and tell me if you can relate to this or if if anything I said here spoke to you in any way. I would love it for you. I would love for you to leave a comment if you have that ability wherever you're listening to this podcast. Um, and I would love you to rate and review this podcast if you enjoy it. That would be awesome. Okay, have a wonderful day. May you power that beautiful body of yours with lots of plants. I'll talk to you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, you are going to love Plant Fueled Life, our monthly membership where we help you eat more plants and celebrate that beautiful human imperfection that we all have. You can try it out for free for 10 days by going to the show notes of this episode and clicking on free trial. You can also go to our website, cleanfooddirtygirl.com and clicking on the banner at the top of the website, Uh, click on start free trial and that'll get you there too. Also, if you enjoyed this episode or if you enjoyed, or if you enjoy this podcast, will you do me a solid and rate and review it so that other people can find it as well? Okay. Thanks so much.